Hello and welcome to the Peace and Love Amplifiers podcast. I'm so happy you're here. In these episodes, we will dive deep into the idea of peace. What is it? Is it even attainable? Everyone wants it. So how can we make it manifest? Along with my own experiences, you will also hear uplifting stories from inspirational people who are building peace in their own lives and the world around them. We are on the threshold of a new society, looking at where science meets spirituality. And these stories are a call to action to help overcome division and build a better society for all concerned. Join me on this thought-provoking journey to explore ways we can all amplify peace and love. Hello, and I am back. Um, It's been a while since it's just been you and me here on an episode, and I wanted to reconnect with you and kind of get it like a status report. You know, we've been through a lot since the beginning of this podcast, considering the first episode was at the very end of October. We've gone through the election cycle. We've gone through, or at least it seemed like the election cycle, but we've gone through the election. We've gone through January 6th. We've gone through a lot of different things politically here in this country. And also a lot of really good guests have been on people that have helped us find out more about their own projects, whether it's helping indigenous people up in the Great Lakes, whether it's helping women through trauma or heart-centered business people, you know, and growing your own heart-centered business. Or, you know, we've had a lot of good guests on and I'm so proud of, of that. And there's definitely more to come. And we'll talk about that a little bit later on in this episode. But I just wanted to kind of refresh. And I was just thinking about like, what is the mission of this podcast? You know, and I really think that it's a mission based. I've, as a minister, I've tried to have a few different, whether it's through my own church or starting a Sunday service that I always wanted to have a platform of how to help people embody peace in their own lives. And so this podcast is kind of like my ministry, I think. And as I'm talking about this, I'm thinking about this, I'm saying it, and, you know, maybe it is just that it's a ministry. And if you go, if you go back to episode two, I believe a couple of things that I talk about are three concepts about peace building and they're acting as if feeding the field and your come from so to reiterate that if we act as if there's this field of interconnection between all beings and what we feed that field is where we're coming from. So if we're coming from love, we're feeding that field love. If we're coming from peace, we're feeding that field peace. If we're coming from anger, we're feeding that field anger. So as we 
as we feed the field, as if we're acting as if we're feeding this field love and peace, then the field, this unified field that is science-based, it's, it's, it's a known thing, right? Then we, on an individual level, can help shift society. If there's more and more people intentionally feeding the field peace and love, then it's going to shift. And I really think the guests that have come on so far, thus far, and there's a number that are in line to come on, and I'm so excited to bring them to you, that all of these people, all these organizations are doing this work. And we all have, I believe, whether we're in a community or we're in an organization or we're just doing it ourselves, then it's all working. If you're going to the store and you're holding the door open for the person behind you, that's an act of peace. That's an act of love. That's an act of kindness. All those little incremental actions that we take on a daily basis It's feeding this field, that love and that peace. So I really want to stress that point is that even on a personal level, we can affect this field on a greater level. And it can, it can be exponential, the more people that are doing this work. And as I'm recording this, it is March 8th. And it's the day after the World Oneness Day. And if you listen to that episode, I believe it's episode 17, you know, we talk about that with my guest, Elaine McGinnis. What they did was they they wanted 10 million people. And I don't know what the outcome is of that, how many people were participating in this worldwide Diksha sharing. Diksha is a blessing. It's an ancient practice that you send a blessing and they kind of recorded and they're, they're looking at, I'm sure right now, looking at all the, the science that came back from that. I'm really curious to find out what that is, but there's different levels that we can work with, whether it's a personal piece, whether it's community piece, or whether it's societal peace. And that World Oneness Day, it's definitely societal peace, but it's also an internal work, right? So there's so many different ways that we as peace builders could work. And that's that's what I'm kind of getting at here in this rambling rambleness. There are so many different ways that if you choose to be a peace builder, you know, if you choose to act from peace or in peace, then there's a million and one ways that you could do that. And you could look at your own personal life, your family, your, you know, whether that's in your home or your extended family, your work life, whatever that is, you know, you could 
work at that level. You can work at the community level, whether it's in your own town or in your state or in your school district. You know, it's there's so many different ways to do that. If you wanted to look at different organizations that are, you know, if there's a city that has some urban blight, like there's a couple towns around me like that, that, you know, maybe that's a way to get involved or like with the indigenous tribes in my area or in the area that you're in, you know, there's, there's ways to work with those groups. There's environmental practices or environmental organizations that you can work with. It's just whatever your interest is, there's a way to help build peace. And there's just so many different levels of it. There are so many different ways that you can do it. In future episodes, in the next few, I have the Transgender School is coming on. They're going to be talking to us about what they're doing and how they're promoting peace. And just that's the personal piece. That's the the societal piece. Because that, you know, that's a huge effort right now is to get equality and to get more education about transgender issues. We're going to have people, two women that run the Braver Angels chapter here in New Jersey. They're going to be on to talk about bringing people together on from different political spectrums. You know, this is something that is very relevant right here in this country right now. And that's another way that you can get involved with helping societal peace. And I also have another guest coming on that is working with indigenous tribes to help them with their their ceremonial needs and making sure that their environment is protected. And then another guest coming on is talking, She's she runs Peace Day Philly, which it takes place every, it celebrates the International Day of Peace, which is September 21st every year. And she's going to come on and talk about her of what she's doing, what she's been doing for the past 10, 11 years. So that's very exciting. So there's what I'm trying to get at here is that whatever you do, whatever cause is important to you, whether again, whether that's your own personal development, whether that's your family, whether that is your community whether that's society in general, there's ways as you come from the place of peace and love, you can affect that field. You come from this place of peace and love and no matter what you're doing, the outcome is even greater. Now, for example, as you know, my day job is working in hospice and, you know, a lot of people say, oh, wow, how could you work in hospice? That's so, that must be really draining. That is so hard. It's this, but how I view it, my perspective of it is I'm giving those families and that patient, that person, 
the comfort of care at that very difficult time in their life. But to me, it's sacred. It's, it's a sacred time for families to come together, to celebrate the life of this person, to surround them in love, to surround them in peace and, and help their transition move through and move forward and move on, you know, so I found my peace in that. I found, so when I go into a home to meet a new patient and meet their family, I, that's my come from. That's how I move peace into their home. I, I am a conduit of that peace, of that love. And that's what we can all bring to wherever it is that we are. The more clear you are in your own self. In, in seminary, we talked about being an instrument of peace, right? Being a clear, open instrument, like the divine is playing us and there's nothing in us to, to stop that peace coming through us. So how do you clear all that out? You know, how do you be a clear instrument for that peace? You know, you get out all of your like, you know, with me and hospice, it was like, yeah, I remember when I was in training, going out the first time I worked, this is years ago, the first hospice I worked with, going out with another therapist, she was a music therapist, I'm a massage therapist, but, you know, I was shadowing her for a few days. It hit me like, wow, these, these people are dying right? These, these patients that I'm going to help are, they're dying, literally. And how am I going to help them? How am I not going to be emotional along with them if they're having a, you know, if they're in crisis or if they're in fear or if they're in anxiety, how can I not go along with them? You know? So I really had to clear that out, like really sit with that and what is my belief about death about dying and so that's how i got into this i am a giver of comfort and care when i walk into a family's home it's sacred time and that's how i go into this space so with anything with anything that you do that you really want to be a clear channel for this peace and this love. So there's a lot of ways to do that. And this is the first plug that I'm pushing, not pushing, I don't want to push it, but I've put together a course called Embodying Peace. And I've kind of been working on it since like this is my pandemic project, you know, and I've been kind of like in this space of how do I want to get this out into the world? Because this is 20 years of peace building practices that I've used on a daily basis to help me get through a lot of the things that I've gone through in the past, you know, recent years. And, you know, that includes cancer and divorce and 
moving and, you know, death of my father, death of my loved ones. And, you know, so it's some big stuff that I've used these techniques to help us, you know, help me get through. And now I want to share them with you. And, you know, I would love for you to to check it out. There's a few different things that you different freebie classes, or there's one, you know, smaller course that is real quick, but it's the one course that I just is so empowering is the one that is up there by itself. It's like a little 15 minute class, but it's, it's so powerful. And so what I wanted, if I were to like have a wish of anything in the future I would love to have peace and love amplifiers, street teams or chapters or people that want to see, they, they see the, the benefit and they go out and intentionally spread love and spread peace where, you know, if it's a 4th of July parade or if it's, you know, just walking down the street, handing out different things or wearing t-shirts, like I have so many different ideas about what I would love for this movement. I would love to have this as a movement of creating peace and love and have as many amplifiers out there. So if you feel this is resonating with you, reach out, join the Facebook group, the Peace and Love Amplifiers Facebook group. Check out the Embodying Peace courses online. There's a lot of different ways that we can work together to really benefit our our society, our society for our kids and grandkids, and and just you know keep it rolling, keep this this wave of peace and love rolling out because. I said in an earlier podcast, this is not, our society isn't breaking down, it's breaking through. And as more and more of us create a society that is one that we want to live in, the one that we want our kids to live in, our grandkids to live in, the better it is for all of us. So, you know, if we are society then we can change society as we expand and as we have more and more people doing this work. So that's it for today. I so excited for where this podcast is going and and the mission behind it. And to me, it's just getting started. I encourage you to see what it is in your own life that you can do to help bring peace to yourself. You know, and the one, my one call to action for you is one of the things that really helped me through this whole, this whole pandemic, this whole past year, because it's, it's like I said, it's March 8th right now, is the mirror exercise and I talked about this before, but I'll reiterate the mirror exercise is really short, really quick, but it's so powerful. And so what you want to do is 
you every night for 40 nights, you look into the mirror, you're brushing your teeth or getting ready for bed. You look into your own eyes and you, you call your name. So for me, it was, Hey Joel, I really liked what you did today. You did this, you did that. You, you know, you cooked a good dinner. You had fun. You worked, you know, really well, but you had fun at the end, you know, so all these different things, you just kind of re really talk yourself up. And sometimes, you know, I've done it with Jewel. God, it was a hard day today, but you got through it and you were gracious and you were, and it's done now and you can go to bed, you know, you go to bed and get a good night's sleep. You deserve it. You, you know, as challenging as today was, you deserve a good night's sleep. Those kind of things. You just want to say, and you're looking at your own eyes, right? And then at the end, you say, you call your name again. You say, so for me, Joel, I love you. I really love you. And as you do that, you do that again for 40 nights and you keep track. And I put a reminder on my phone that every time, you know, I set my alarm and if I don't hit the mirror exercise button that I did that, that day, then I got up and I did it. Cause if you forget, if you forget one night, the next night is day one. So you want to set those 40 days and you want to do that mirror exercise. And what it's going to do is it changes your self-talk even beyond those 40 days. And I, like I said, I'm still doing it every night. It's because it's so easy and it's so profound that my self-talk has been a hundred percent better. It's completely flipped. And because I, you know, we can all be our own worst enemies. So having that self-talk just completely change. And I don't even have to work at it now. I really, truly am a walking testament of good self-talk. And it took, you know, maybe that 40 days, maybe two months to really, really feel the difference. I mean, even I'm probably even before the 40 days because I kept doing it. I'm like, this is, this, there's something working here. So that's why I'm I'm still doing it. And it's still really beneficial. And so that's the one thing that I wanted to share with you. And if you like that little exercise, there's so much more to that in that Embodying Peace course. And all these different tools and techniques that I've learned over 20 years, and they're just all in there. And there's going to be a community based around it where, you know, like a Facebook group where people can come with situations and where, you know, if this situation happened, what do I do? And it's also going to be weekly. It's going to have a weekly live call. So because there's a lot of heart math stuff, a lot of heart math techniques, all the heart math techniques that I know, none of them can be recorded and taught. They have to be taught live. So a lot of the heart math techniques that I know will be disseminated and trained in that hybrid 
portion. So like a Zoom call. So it's going to be really fun. Very, very rich in, in techniques and community. And I just would love for you to try it out and see if you like it and see how it benefits you. All right. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for doing the work that you're doing and know that it's making a huge difference. Love you. I'll see you next episodes. They're going to be really great. Take care. Hey, you peace and love amplifier. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard here today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at peaceandloveamplifiers.com. You can find me on Facebook, on Instagram, and YouTube. Thanks again for listening. And remember to ask yourself, what? Am I feeding the field? Until next time.